The Beyond the Game program is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. TownAndCountrySolutions.com. Fearing nothing but God. Welcome back to Beyond the Game. We're so glad you could join us. It is my great pleasure now to welcome back to the program Michael Johnstone. Michael's a European Director for Global Baseball, and welcome back to the show, my friend. So glad you could join us. Thanks for having me again. Your ministry teaches and promotes baseball in the country of Kosovo as a means to building relationships and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And for those who may not be familiar, how do you go about doing that? Can you take a few minutes just to share some of the, maybe a few of the many things your ministry's involved in? Well, I think we see the great benefit and value of relationship building uh, in sharing the gospel through just hanging out, having coffee, playing baseball, uh, teaching teaching young people who want to learn how to be coaches. That that over time we can just share the love of Jesus, and then uh, then hopefully be able to share the gospel message with them as many times as possible through our lives, and Lord willing, see them saved and, and make an impact in their own country for the Lord. When we last talked, you and your family was really just a couple of days away from getting on the plane and moving to Kosovo as missionaries, and I'm sure you were probably anxious to get going, but how long did it take to get the family settled, to get plugged into the community, before you could begin really going about your ministry there? (laughs) Uh, I'll let you know when that time comes. Uh, (laughs) I'm not sure if there's any time in the first year that you're fully settled or ready. You know, the logistical issues of finding a home to live in and a car to drive and just kind of figuring how to get around and, and uh, just feeling comfortable here. I think that in the first few months, that was definitely something that we were kind of constantly working on and praying about. And we made it a little bit harder on ourselves because we, after five weeks in Kosovo, then we left to go to Vienna for five weeks to do a baseball, a series of baseball camps there. So, uh, so it was almost like we started over twice. You know, there's some people who think that, you know, you need to really feel really comfortable and get the language totally under your belt and everything before you can start doing any any ministry. Uh, and, and I think that there's great value in that. And we, going in, had hoped to not do too much uh, within the first six months to a year, simply because of the, the amount of things that you need to do when you're transitioning into a new culture and, and get your family established in a, in a new country. But it turns out that, you know, there's been opportunities here in the country that where there's been other uh, local NGOs that work in sports and have, have seen the opportunity with baseball. So they've invited me in as kind of a guest instructor for, for some of their projects. And so uh, that has helped kind of get ourselves into ministry where it's a type of thing where we don't have to start anything or, or, or organize anything, but it's, you know, we just kind of show up and, and the kids are there and young adults are there. So. Uh, that, that's been helpful. I understand you took part in a convention for European baseball coaches and that 14 different countries were represented. I was surprised to hear that number. I wouldn't have expected baseball to be so widespread in Europe. How popular is the game there and how quickly is it growing? It's growing pretty quickly. Uh, I think it's uh, you know, one of the fastest growing sports in Europe. Actually, I think the the country total might have been a little bit higher than what they even recorded because uh, I know Kosovo wasn't in the numbers counted and uh, there's a couple others where there was only maybe one representative or, or something where it may have flown under the radar but uh, you know, baseball is played in, in most of the major European countries uh, here in the Balkan region uh, it's just starting they're coming along and then there's some other countries that are that started develop maybe in the early 80s Austria was one of those where I was playing for a while and, and so they're 
you know, they're kind of into the now the the second generation of coaches, maybe the third generation of players, and, and so it's you know they're improving, but but again, needing to develop. And then there's there's a number of countries that are within you know where where the game has started uh, within the last decade or so, maybe maybe 10, 15 years. So it's growing, and, and there's lots of people that are really uh, really motivated to see the game improve and develop throughout Europe. I came away uh, from that convention just really pumped up uh, with some good ideas from from different countries that, that have done what we're trying to do in one shape or another. So, We're joined on the BTG studio line by Michael Johnstone of Global Baseball and a missionary to Kosovo. You can follow him on Twitter at GBaseballEurope. At that convention, Mike, of baseball programs, which apparently is more than the 14 different European countries reported, where does Kosovo stand in relation to those other countries in terms of the sport's growth? Well, they're like in the political world, Kosovo is looking for inclusion uh, in the sports world as well. Kosovo's biggest challenge lately is, has been getting international recognition, and some of the, the bigger sports federations have, have taken their time in, in recognizing Kosovo as a as an athletic uh, country, I guess. So uh, FIFA has just recognized them in the last year or so for conditional play, and uh, FIBA for basketball has, has uh, accepted them quite a while ago, and they've been um, playing basketball at a fairly high level. And uh, this this upcoming Olympics will be the first Olympics that Kosovo gets to participate in under their flag. So we're hoping that baseball can be part of that. And that's that's where it's kind of unique for us, where where the entire athletic establishment is just kind of developing. I read somewhere on your website, kosovobaseball.org, that you're planning a new school-based project to introduce the game to even younger people. That sounds pretty exciting. Are you able to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we're we're very much in the beginning stages of, of that. It all always been uh, a pretty important part of our vision, uh, but it was pretty vague and, and kind of undefined for, for most of the time we were preparing to come to Kosovo. And we were just kind of trusting that, that the Lord would provide a vision and ideas at the right time. And the Canadians have actually done a really good job of developing baseball, and they've they've gone from being you know a non-baseball playing country for the most part to now being you know one of the powerhouses, and they really are doing you know they're beating they're beating the Dominicans and the Americans in the you know the Pan Am games, and you know I think they've won gold the last two Pan Am games, so that's uh, you know the proof is in the pudding with that. I think they've done fairly well, and so they have some school-based programs uh, that were. We're gonna we're working with them uh, to hopefully blend them in kind of a unique way because uh, obviously what what works fully in Canada won't necessarily work in Kosovo and vice versa. So uh, we're we're still working on what that's going to look like, uh, but we're in the process of kind of developing the the grant proposal and and looking at a budget and seeing what it's going to take. Uh, the exciting thing about it is that right now Kosovo is working to rewrite their curriculum. Uh, I'm not sure if it's across the board or just for, for physical education, but, uh, so we kind of sit in a, in a position where we could get baseball included in the national curriculum where if schools want to use baseball, then we can come in, train the teachers, uh, provide the, the written elements of the curriculum, but then also, uh, just the on the field experience. You know, I, I ideally I'd like to be able to, to launch it the next school year. Uh, in reality, you know, things sometimes move a little bit slower, so we might have to, you know, push that timeline out a little bit more. But, um, but there's some great opportunities, and, and in that way, we can we can work in the schools, and, and we can um, we can teach the game of baseball. We can build relationships with teachers and, and young people who like the game, and then 
and hopefully I will be able to do more activities, you know, with weekend camps and week-long clinics during the summer and things that could uh, really help develop the game across the board and, and around the country. Certainly it would seem that more young people playing the game would equate to more opportunities for you and your team to interact with those folks and have an opportunity potentially to share the gospel with them. For sure. You reflected recently on your blog that it had been close to three years since first being introduced to the opportunity to work in Kosovo and also reflecting on some of the many ways God has provided during that time. You mentioned specifically the opportunity recently to take some players to Camp Bonsteel to play on a real field. Can you share a little bit about that experience and of the reaction of your players? Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we talk about how baseball is completely unknown in Kosovo and you know, that's all well and good when, you know, we're talking about knowledge of the game. Uh, but then when I think about the fact that there's only one baseball field in the entire country and that's on the American run, ba- uh, military base, uh, then that kind of really cements the complete unknown nature of the game. And we've had the good fortune to, to be, uh, in relationship with the current deployment here, uh, at Camp Bonsfield. They're, uh, they're from North Carolina and, uh, yeah, we got we got introduced to them by the previous deployment and just kind of passed on to them and they uh, they got really excited about being able to to work with an American to to introduce the game of baseball to just have kids uh, local kids come onto the field. Uh, yeah, have these uh, for for about half of the kids it was the first time that they had ever set foot on a on a field and mm-hmm. you know uh, you know a lot of them they kind of played on makeshift fields uh, just kind of out in a, a farmer's field or whatever and throwing down a couple couple of plastic bags or whatever, uh, you know, throw down baseball uh, bases. And, but the ability to go out there and, you know, the, the bases are already in, in the pegs and home plates, you know, just sitting there. And uh, you got the, the dirt contrasting with the, with the grass. And, uh, and then you got these, these soldiers out there who are, who are there, you know, off duty and, and they're volunteering their time to come out and play. And, and you know, they're, they're doing some slow pitch softball. And so they get out there and, and they're, they're hitting the ball around and, and, you know, we're taking ground balls and, and it's just a good time. And, and I think it gives the, the young people that are, that have really fallen in love with the idea of baseball. And now it gave, gave them a little bit more tangible, uh, experience of what baseball could be, uh, and the fun that it is. And, um, when you got people that, that have experience playing, you know, the, what can be done. Yeah. So I think they had a great time. Uh, so there was, there was a lot of excitement, uh, generated from that event. So we were really thankful for the opportunity to, uh, to get over to Camp Onsdale and play there. I know you're an LA Angels fan. Your team was right in the thick of it, finishing just three games out in the West last year and only one game out in the wild card. But since the end of the season, you picked up a talented shortstop from Atlanta, Angelton Simmons. What else would you like to see the Angels address in order to get back on top? Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's sad to see Ibar go, uh, cause, you know, he's a fan favorite and everything else, but it is, it is pretty cool to see, uh, another great defensive baseball player and to see, you know, the, arguably one of the best defensive shortstops a couple of decades be out there, uh, on the field with arguably, uh, the best player in baseball right now with Mike Trout. I mean, it's, it's some exciting stuff. You know, there's so many things that have to happen for a season to go well. And I think the Angels have, uh, have all those pieces together. Uh, it's just, you know, last year they didn't start clicking until, until too late. Yeah, it'd just be nice to see the guys who are there, uh, get healthy. I'd really like to see the, the Angels really be able to develop their farm, their farm system because right now they've traded away so much, uh, that, 
you know, you look down into the future and you don't necessarily see the next big guy coming up. Uh, it'd be nice to see, you know, when you when you see the Astros doing what they're doing, the Royals doing what they're doing, they're doing it because of, of homegrown talent, and uh, there's got to be a balance there. So I'd like to see the Angels be able to develop their homegrown talent a little bit more. Mike, you're a missionary. You've picked your family up. You've moved them to a foreign land in order to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, of course, our listeners can pray for you. But how do they go about helping you financially? Our family is, is dependent on the faithful giving of individuals. You know, we, we see that the Lord provides for us, uh, but he, he always uses people, uh, in, in our case, to, to get the finances to us. Uh, so we need people who are willing to, to prayerfully consider if God's calling them to support our ministry and, and be a part of our ministry that way. And, you know, we still do need probably about a uh, thousand to fifteen hundred in financial support for a lot of the ministry expenses. I mean, we've, we've gotten what we needed for our family expenses and we can live here and we can, uh, put a little bit away, but, but much of what we need to do is, is going to cost more per month than, than what we're currently bringing in in terms of, you know, renting fields and things like that. So people can, you know, can visit. Uh, globalbaseball.org, and they can visit kosovobaseball.org and, and uh, get through Global Baseball. That would be a huge blessing. Um, but then also, uh, you know, as we're looking towards the future with the school-based project, as we're looking to do baseball camps and weekend weekend activities, that we're going to probably have a need for more camps than we have people for. And so having groups of, of baseball coaches that want to come over or baseball players that want to come over and kind of get their first taste of, of coaching young people. And, and even if there aren't baseball people, they can come over and uh, they can support the, the operation of the camp because that's, uh, that's a huge and vital need, you know, for making sure that the kids have enough water or that lunches are taken care of and things like that. So, you know, people can, if people are really interested in being a part and, and coming on trips over here to Kosovo and, and seeing the country and, and seeing how, how baseball is being used, then they can send an email to me, mjohnstone at globalbaseball.org, and, and we can start that conversation. Are there any specific prayer requests we can keep before the Lord on your behalf? Well, uh, language is obviously quite important, and we've, uh, you know, we've been able to pick up some of the basics, very, very, very basics. But we definitely, in order to to have long term impact and long term effectiveness, we need to be able to speak the language fluently. So, for for the ability to to stay focused on language learning, that would be would be really helpful. And just using this time, kind of the calm before the storm, where we, where we have things that we're working on, but we're not, you know, overwhelmed at the moment. Uh, we know that this is probably a kind of a, a precursor to a time of, of a, you know, a lot of work to do. So to be able to get rest when we have opportunities and to um, store up the emotional and spiritual and physical storehouses, if you will, uh, so we can do the work in the coming year. Mike, I want to thank you once again for joining us on Beyond the Game and for keeping us updated with your ministry there in Kosovo, and just praise the Lord for you and your family and all that you're doing there in Kosovo using a game of baseball to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, thank you for the continued support and willingness to hear the story and and for keeping up with us. I appreciate it. That's Michael Johnstone, missionary to Kosovo, European Director for Global Baseball. You can find out more about the ministries he's involved in by going to globalbaseball.org, or kosovobaseball.org. You can follow him on Twitter, at gbaseballeurope, and you can email him at mjohnstone at globalbaseball.org. Not Johnson, John Stone. mjohnstone at globalbaseball.org. If you have any interest in perhaps one day going and taking a short-term trip to Kosovo and partnering with him in the mission field there. 
You're listening to Beyond the Game, brought to you by Town & Country Pet Solutions. 